0: What's up, happy lifers? Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Wow, I feel good. <laughs> Woo! That's a mouthful, right there, isn't it? <laughs> we don't we don't say that very often. I guess we say it once a year, um, but even then, it's kind of I don't I don't know if it's one of the major holidays, like the ones that we just got through on Happier Holidays, but it's still a holiday about a very, very powerful man. In fact, for years, I was always confused which Martin Luther it was, um, but did you actually know that Martin Luther King Jr. actually got his name from the Martin Luther that started the the Reformation way back in the day? I actually talk about it in Podcast 40, I believe it is, MLKJ or martin luther king day a few years ago as well as i talk about some other really cool interesting facts about martin luther king jr and and um and what made him so great and some interesting things about him cool man incredible story i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you how to operate in a spirit this is happy life studios this message is for you this message is for you this Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you why? If you why? We're here to help your life be happier. So, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. You know, I, I had my podcast... Uh, for today. Um, I had it almost done and I had been working on it for quite a while and then it dawned on me, wait a minute, Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day <laughs> and I always like to do a podcast for the actual holiday that the podcast is around and many holidays are on Mondays and Martin Luther King Jr. is such a powerful man and so is Martin Luther for that matter and uh, you know obviously he got his namesake from Martin Luther. Um, so I want to do something on it but I just I was like, I don't know. I'm so close to finishing this podcast, and it follows the podcast from last week. And and uh, and then this morning, I woke up, and I woke up earlier than I was expecting, and I just felt like I wanted to go hang out with Jesus a little bit. So I do this a lot at Christmas time, uh, but I also do it throughout the year. And and I just went downstairs, and it was still early in the morning. I hadn't had much sleep, but I was I was awake, you know. But I wasn't ready to go hit it running yet. And uh, so I, I went downstairs, and I often like to put on the fire and, 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 and play some, uh, one of my favorite Pandora stations or my Google Music, whatever. And, uh, and then oftentimes I'll put on, like this morning, I put on uh, the Bible app, um, and, it, and it, my Bible app will actually read. Um, uh, it will actually read the, the verses for me. And I thought, like, I just felt like um, God wanted me to listen to uh, John chapter seven, just John chapter seven came to my mind. And that's why I think that God speaks to us. And that's how he speaks to me anyway. And it was obviously God. I know it was God because of after I actually followed through on it, I found out that it was, you know, that's how oftentimes you know if it's God or not. The Bible says without works, faith is dead. So if I don't test that thing out, I don't know if that was God speaking to me or not. Well, Matthew seven was, was exactly what I needed to hear. Uh, cause to be honest with you lately, I've just really been struggling, uh, I've been struggling with my happy life because of the expectations I've been placing upon myself. I'm a messenger. God has given me a message, and I believe the message that God has given me is a powerful message, and it will change the world. I really do. So therefore, I put all this pressure upon myself. There's so many ways to spread the message these days. I mean, there's live speaking events, speaking in churches, retreats wherever, you know, you got to book those. There's YouTube, there's podcasting, there is, you know, there's, it's called multicasting. We've talked about before, but there's, I've got at least a couple dozen ways that I can take one message and spread it in all those different venues. And so I've been putting all this pressure on myself that I need to spread the message more. And, and there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of that there. But the problem was that expectation was kind of Was was taking me back, and it was it was making me realize how much I wasn't doing instead of how much I was doing. And I and to be honest with you, you know Jesus Himself was a revolutionary, just like Martin Luther King Jr. was a revolutionary too. Um, I believe that God has called me in that in that same kind of mode. That's why God has given me a message. And but Jesus, He said He only did what He saw God the Father doing. And I feel like that part I do well. I feel like I do what I what God asked me to do. I ask him, I, you know, I hang out with him. I try to hang out with him all day long and do what he asked me to do. And God interrupts my, my day with things that are him telling me go this direction instead. And, and so I do that, but yet I still put this other pressure on myself that God isn't putting there, pressure that I'm saying I need to be doing more. So this morning when I put the Bible on at the, uh, and and I felt like I was supposed to go to John chapter 7, I almost started crying immediately. Um, tears started to well up in my eyes because this is what it read. Later, Jesus was going about his business. He just going about his business, okay? He didn't want to travel in Judea because the Jews there were looking for a chance to kill him. It was near the time of tabernacles, a feast observed annually by the Jews. So this big old feast is going on. Jesus has this powerful message um, that's like the social media of the day. He needs to be where the people are so he can spread this message so he can change the world. That's why he came to earth as a man. That was his purpose. So his brothers catch wind of that. And his brothers say in verse three, why don't you leave here and go up to the feast so your disciples can get a look at the works that you can do. I mean, you've got this message, let the people see and know what the message is. If you want people to follow you, they, they went on to say, no one who intends to be publicly known does everything behind the scenes. If you're serious about what you're doing, then come out in the open and show the world. Makes sense, right? But sometimes the DNA behind it is is more important than, I mean... All lies can hide behind something that makes sense. All people that try to manipulate can manipulate us through things that make sense. The very next verse is key. Verse 5, it says, his brothers are pushing him like this. They weren't pushing him because they believed in him. They were pushing him the opposite. It says, they're pushing him like this because they didn't believe in him. And then it says, either. They didn't believe in him either. Which tells me that Jesus knew a lot of people didn't believe in him. That's just not an easy place to be. And sometimes I feel like the message that I have just... People look at me like that dog that tilts his head at you and like, doesn't know what in the world you're talking about. His brothers didn't believe in him either. And Jesus came back at them and said, don't crowd me. This isn't my time. It's always your time. It's always about you. And I just thought, you know what? Jesus was never in a rush. Here is God himself. Here is the son of God come down to earth for purpose to spread this message doesn't really start until he's 30 and he ends by the time he's 33 here he's in in this small window here he's supposed to share this message he's like it's not my time all the people that you're trying to reach are going to be in the same spot celebrating this feast and yet jesus never seemed to be in a hurry he has a life-changing message to change the world and yet he doesn't seem to be in a hurry and i just started thinking about he never Scheduled himself for these great big meetings there were times when the, when the when the crowds followed him, but those were very few and far in between. In fact, one of the times was actually in Matthew chapter five, the Sermon on the Mount, and the, the Bible says that that Jesus went up with his disciples on a hillside to teach his disciples, and the crowd followed him, and he taught them saying so then you can you can translate that two different ways that the crowd followed and he taught the crowd or that he took his disciples up, and the crowd was just eavesdropping. <laughs> but he went on to teach them anyway. And the reason I think he was talking to his disciples is because everything that he was talking about, he wasn't talking about people that weren't followers of him. He, everything in the, in the Sermon on the Mount was about people that were disciples, people that wanted to follow him. So I, I think that he was talking about his disciples right there. And I just thought, you know what? What a great opportunity for him to say, hey, all you thousands of people here, you like this? You like it? Like, subscribe, share. You know, I'll be here tomorrow same time next week same place be here we'll spread this revolution man you got a great start there and he just let it go and he spent the majority of his time spreading his message with the people that god the father brought in his path he wasn't in a hurry he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't super anxious about spreading this message he just did what came across his path during the day and man That just lifted a huge load off of my shoulders. And then I actually felt like that I got the number 42 in my head, and I felt like God wanted me to go to chapter 8, verse 42 of John. And so I went there, and I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how that was for me. And so I looked up in a different translation. I still don't understand it because it said, Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. I came from God. Now I am here. And so I'm thinking, God, are you trying to tell me that I don't love you or that I need to love you more or what are you trying to tell me? But when I read in the other translation, it's the last sentence right here that that really just, it just nailed me. It just blew me away. It says, I have not come on my own. He sent me. And I just realized I'm doing what God has asked me to do. You know, and so you're like, well, this is Martin Luther King Jr. Po- Day podcast. Why are you not? Why you, that? This has everything to do with Martin Luther King Jr. That's what Martin Luther King Jr. was all about. He had a message. He had a message and he wanted to share it, but he was never about getting a name for himself. Truth is Martin Luther King Jr. and Martin Luther himself. Neither of them saw the results of their message nothing happened that you could see and measure until they died. They didn't get to see. And sometimes we don't share the the message or we do share the message because, but, but we, we analyze it like, well, why am I even sharing this? It's not making a difference. I mean, that happens to me. It happened to me a few weeks ago. I just kind of got in this funk that I had to work out of that, you know, sometimes I feel like I post stuff and if you don't get likes or shares or whatever, then you think, is anyone even listening anymore? You know, and, and, uh, and, and so it's a, it's a common thing, but, but almost all heroes, almost all revolutionaries, they didn't go out there to, to make a name for themselves to get public. They went out there because they saw a need and they had a message and they wanted to help. I mean, Martin Luther saw the oppression of the people and what religion had done to them. And so he nailed those, those theses to the door Great story. I won't go into all of it. That would get me on a whole other podcast here, but nailed those to the door and changed the way our walk with God was done. Martin Luther King Jr. saw the oppression and wanted to do something about it. And I believe that we all are like Martin Luther King Jr. We all are like Martin Luther. We all are like Jesus. The Bible says that he made us in his image. We all have a message. When God made us, he didn't just make us, he also placed a message in us, kind of like Build a Bear. At Build-A-Bear Workshop, you can choose your own new furry friend, stuff it with lots of love, and make a wish so your new friend is truly one-of-a-kind. You know, you can have that option. (laughs) Oh, my mind cracks me up. But but you have the option where you can buy a little heart to put inside the Build-A-Bear. That when you squeeze it from the outside, it says a message. So you give that to your kid. And every time they squeeze the bear, it says, I love you. Don't ever forget that. Or whatever message you record in there. God does that to us too. He takes our heart and he breathes not only his life into it, but he breathes his message into it, a message that he made us to be able to distribute. That's how he gave us a shape that he gave us so we could spread that message the best way. And then he sends us out. We all have a message. Case in point. I believe that everybody wants to be heard. Everyone has a voice and everyone wants to be heard. Everybody loves, even if you don't like to talk in front of a lot of people, everybody loves it when someone asks us, what do you think? Because we have a message placed inside of us that needs to get out. There's something that God has placed inside us that's dying to get out, and we tend to leave it to to the, the Martin Luther King Jr.'s. We tend to to lead it to, you know, Mother Teresa and Billy Graham and these other people. But those people were just normal people too, that God placed them on a different platform, placed them on a different stage. But if you ask every one of them, they'll tell you they just did the job that needed to be done. Mother Teresa saw a bunch of kids that had no place to live. So she's like, why isn't someone doing something about us? And I can imagine God saying, well, why don't you do something about it? So she did. And she changed the world. But if you t- tell her she's a hero, she'll laugh at you. She's like, I'm not a hero. She's just a regular person doing what she's supposed to do. And every one of us has a message inside of us that's meant to get out. And it's meant to set somebody free, no matter what level of oppression. It just might be someone, maybe it's not you know, racism or it's not religious um, oppression. Maybe it's as simple as someone is depressed, discouraged, downhearted, that's oppression too. It's just on a more minor scale. Every one of us has a message that God has placed inside of us because there's somebody He that God has also placed in our world or placed us in their world so that we could help them with their oppression, no matter what level it may be. Maybe just simple, we can help them with their discouragement by encouraging them. So, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Be a Martin Luther King Jr., To somebody. Share that message that's inside of you that God has given you. And it's don't overthink it. It's really simple. It's just how can you make somebody else's life better? How can you make somebody's life happier? Because we all know you don't have to listen to this podcast more than a week (laughs) to get the message that if you make someone happy then you will be happy, too. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy, too. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Thanks for listening. race.